Hey, hey, you. Yes, you. You. You are extraordinary. Welcome, everybody, to the Extraordinary Me Mentoring Program podcast. This is episode two. And today I want to talk about connection. Last time we got together on episode one, it was about the extraordinary me. This is bringing the extraordinary me and the mind connection together. So I want to describe that. Have you ever wondered how the dog whisperer, Caesar Milan, is able to work with all these dogs of all different backgrounds, where they were conditioned, where they were trained? And then he'll walk in there, his presence, just from walking into and when these radical dogs meet him, they go calm. They almost are looking at him like, I don't want to mess with this guy. Like he's not someone I'm afraid of, but at the same time, he's very commanding. And his energy and his presence is, is very powerful. If you've had the opportunity of watching Monty Roberts, he is the horse whisperer. Monty Roberts would watch his dad at a very young age break wild Mustangs. And it, and it would typically take them three to six weeks to do this. Monty Roberts has developed a system by modeling and spending time with the wild Mustangs. In 30 minutes, he's able to saddle a wild Mustang and ride it. How does he do that without putting any pressure or hurting the horse in any way? Look at Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson has 11 NBA championship rings. Had many, I mean, obviously Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, some of the best basketball players you'll ever see. But at the same time, he had radical, unique individuals like Dennis Rodman. How was he able to get 11 championship rings? We're going to talk about it today. It's called connection, connection to energy. Now, I want you to do a simple exercise. Take your two hands, put them about six inches apart, okay, and put the fingers at direct attention. So you're going to have all five fingers on each hand straight, pointing out. And you're going to have these two hands six inches apart. And you're going to move one counterclockwise and the other one the other way. And you'll notice when you do this with six inches apart, with your fingers very straight, that there's like an energy in there. That you feel like a magnet. Some people describe it as, it's like they're petting an invisible rabbit. What you're doing is you're focusing and concentrating that energy in that short amount of space. Now, do we see this? Do we taste this? Do we touch this? No, but you can feel it. Last week when I recorded the Extraordinary Me podcast, and we talked about the Extraordinary Me, that is, we talked about connection as Wi-Fi. You can't use your human senses, but it's there. You feel it. Well, it's the same with the dog whisperer, the horse whisperer, Phil Jackson, the example they use. It's their energy. It's their knowing. It's what they know, their extraordinary self, and their energy comes out, and animals and people connect to that, and they respond to that. How is this possible? The definition of the mind. Certainly all of you can point to your brain. I mean, you've had science classes, biology classes. You can tell me where the brain's at. But if I ask you to point to your mind, you can't do that. Why? Because the mind's not tangible. The definition from Merriam-Webster's Dictionary of the Mind is it's the human faculty to which are ascribed thought, feeling, etc. Often regarded as an immaterial part of a person. So I'll read that again, often regarded as an immaterial part of a person. So the mind is not something that's tangible. But what's unique is you can put the mind anywhere. Now, what do I mean by that? Look at your right hand. Just stare at it. Put all of your awareness and your thinking mechanism, what I call the mind, in that hand. What do you become aware of? What do you notice? Maybe if you have a cut on your hand, you'll feel it a little bit more deeper. 
Maybe if you've got dry skin, you can actually feel the cracking right now. Maybe if you are unfortunate enough to have a paper cut, your awareness goes right to there and then you feel it and it burns even more. When you put your awareness, what I call your mind, in your right hand, you notice more things about your right hand than you ever have. Think about this. You play sports. You had an injury. If you're thinking about that injury, are you thinking about what you need to do in the game? No. Your awareness is about your injury right now. You put your mind where your awareness is. So your brain is obviously up in the top of your head. We can locate that. The mind is where you put your awareness to. Now, what's interesting is we have what I call two minds. We have the small me mind, which we talked about last week. The small me is the ego, right? And the small me is very good at being the narrator and, and developing memory. So storing memory in your brain so that you are going back to certain times in your life when you hold an emotion. It'll find other times in your life when you held that same emotion. Let's say it's anger. You think of an angry instance right now, something that angers you, and all of a sudden your mind starts to go back in time. could have been yesterday. It could have been a year ago. could have been 10 years ago when you were frustrated and had that same emotion of anger. And you could remember the memory like that. That's what the small me does. It searches and it digs for other times in your life when you had that same emotion, that same memory. And then there's conditioning. Parents, teachers, loved ones, coaches, friends. In some way, shape, or form, they condition us to think a certain way. And we store those in our memory too. And then we literally put the mind in our brain to recognize the memory of this emotional attachment from well-meaning others. That's what conditioning is. And then also there's DNA. Yes, what you inherit from your parents. Generations and generations down the line, that DNA is stored memory in your body. It's there. We inherited that. But one thing I learned about DNA, one thing I learned about conditioning, and one thing I learned about memory, while they powerfully influence, they do not determine. Because guess what? You can change your mind and connect to the mind. Max Planck wrote this in his speech in 1944 in Florence, Italy. Max Planck is a well-renowned scientist that did a lot of research on matter. And his quote, his Nobel Peace Prize, is influential. As a man who devoted his whole life to the most clear-headed science, to the study of matter, I can tell you as a result of my research about the atom this much. There is no matter as such. All matter originates and exists only by virtue of a force which brings the particles of an atom to vibration and holds this most minute solar system of atom together. We must assume, behind this force, the existence of a conscious and intelligent mind. This mind is the matrix of all matter. So what Max Planck is clearly saying here is not only do the atoms come together and make sense, they're all driven by this intelligent and universal mind, the mind. So from here on out, whenever I say the mind, I mean the mind. Now, I'm not here to question your religion. I'm not here to question how you were brought up and what you believe in. If you want to call the mind God, by all means, that's your right. But I like to, instead of giving a figure to this intelligence, I like to say the mind because it means there is a universal intelligence. That means we have this energy, this Wi-Fi, this intelligence system that we can actually connect to by how? Getting over ourselves. 
boy, that was a phrase I, I came to grips with when I was transforming my life and transforming the way I looked at things. Get over yourself. Get over your way of thinking. Get over your limited perspective of how you see things. By in doing so, you actually change not only your perspective, but you start to vibrate a little bit higher energy so you can step into something and connect to that intelligence. Then you experience the extraordinary. So think about this, Wi-Fi. You have your, your system, your laptop, iPad, your iPhone, whatever you use, right? You run off this Wi-Fi in a room that you can't see, taste, touch, hear, or smell, but it's there because the connection shows us there. And when you do so, you have this unlimited data that you can download at any time. It's all right there. You just have to learn how to tune in and connect to it. Well, that's the same thing with the mind. We're already there. You can't go to a fish and say, hey, what's the water like? If it could talk to you, it would say, what do you mean by water? Because it's always in water. It's never not. It doesn't know anything but water. It's the same thing for us. We're in the mind. It's constantly surrounding us. We have this intelligence, this universal intelligence, that we can tune into at any time and connect to it and experience the extraordinary. Here's the beautiful part about that. When you talk about intuition, when you talk about gut feeling, that's the mind connecting with us and giving us that intuition that we're looking for. Or then you meet somebody who's vibrating on the same type of energy and say, wow, I just met an incredible person. Well, why? Because you connected to the mind. You uplifted your energy and you vibrated at a higher frequency and then it filled you up with more of what you want, more of what you're looking for. Here's an interesting factor. 99.99999% of an atom is empty space, also known as energy. But we focus solely on the molecule instead of feeling the energy. I want you to think about that. Now, why is that important to know? We're all made of atoms. Not me, Adam. Atom, A-T-O-M. And because we're all made of atoms, we focus more on the physical, the skin, our eyes, our hair. We focus so much on our body that we neglect to continually focus on the one thing that is the most important for the extraordinary to come out, our energy. And our energy will connect with the mind, and in doing so, the mind can only fill us up more of what we put out there. So it's like a boomerang. When you feel something, love, joy, compassion, that's what the mind fills you up with. It's that reciprocal Wi-Fi. You put that feeling out there and that's what the mind says, all right, here, here's more of that. But think of the opposite. You have fear, anger, lack, frustration. Well, the mind says, all right, well, that's, that's yours too. You get to own that. You're going to get more of that. You have the opportunity to connect to this unlimited data this universal intelligence. With ADHD, one of the blessings I have is my feeling. And in having this feeling, I get filled up more with feeling when I choose the state I want. Now, how do you do that? How do you connect to the mind? Well, many of you have already done that. Whether it be meditation, whether it be prayer, just going into the forest or the woods and silencing your small me mind and you connect to something you feel incredible. Or maybe it's a one of your favorite vacation spots. You go there and you have to get over what's troubling you, your, your small me mind. 
which is constantly reinforcing your emotions. And in doing so, your small me mind keeps you away from connecting to the mind. So you're asking me, how do you do it? Well, we teach a thing called centering. And centering is very simple. You bring your awareness, just like I did put in your right hand, you bring your awareness from your head to your gut. Why your gut? Because first of all, it's in the center of your body. Number two, the same thinking cells that are in your brain are actually in your gut, but the gut uses feeling instead of the five human senses. So why is that important for student athletes? Well, think about it. You're performing at a game. You know your objective. You know what you need to accomplish. But you can get emotionally drawn into performance. Well, how do you separate from that? You center. You bring your awareness from your head to your gut. Then, after you do that, once you still your mind, we teach another thing called the circle of confidence. Now, what do you do with the circle of confidence? You step into the, that circle and you remember a time in your life when you had this extraordinary confidence. You remember that state. You take it on. You have it pulsate through your heart all the way through your body, and then it generates this feeling through every cell in your body, and guess what? The mind fills you up with more of that. You get the intelligence energy that you are asking it. So that's why we have our students, student-athletes step into that circle of confidence and relive that moment so that they project that confidence, and then that's what the mind fills them up with more. And guess what? Then you attract these confident moments. Then you attract confident people. In whatever way, shape, or form, you've already done it. And I'm not here to tell you what way to do it because that's for you to discover. But you have to realize what you feel is what you project out, and that's what the mind fills you up with. It's very simple. Matter of fact, it's that simple. And that's where your connection is. When you have that connection, which we do, we'll get that connection not only with the mind, and we're filled up with this feeling, then we connect with other people. And think about it, as you age, your body ages and your wiseness ages too, you start to hang out with certain people and disassociate with other people. Why? Because their energy connection is not the same as yours. It happens in time. Everybody does that. We all get this connection. We like these people. And even if it's for 5, 10, 15 years, sooner or later, you know what? The connection might not be there. And then we raise our vibrational energy of what we're looking for and who we want to be. And then that's when we connect with other people. So the question you have to ask is, what energy, what feeling do you want to project out? That's the state you carry with you. Because the more you project that feeling out there, the more of what it is you're looking for, including other people, is what you connect to and with. It's as simple as that. I want to read and I want to end with a quote from Dr. Joe Dispenza. And he talks about the mind as the unified field, which there's no right or wrong. Once again, however you discuss it, however you want to bring it, whether it be religion, whether it be quantum mechanics, whether it be physics, whether it be science. So Dr. Joe Dispenza says the same thing also happens with the unified field. When you place your attention on it and become more aware of it, it expands. And just as I said about pain, when you experience more of it, it exists as a part of your life. Simply by placing your attention on the unified field, as you become aware of it, notice it, experience it, feel it, interact with it, and stay present with the moment after moment, it shows up and unfolds in your reality on a daily basis. How does it show up and unfold? As unknowns, serendipities, synchronicities, opportunities, coincidences, luck, being in the right place at the right time, and the moments filled with awe. In my best description from experience, this unified field is a divine loving intelligence and an intelligent love that is within and around you. 
So each time you focus your attention on it, you are becoming aware of the presence of the divine within and all around you. As you place your attention on it, the divine should appear more in your life. Since consciousness is awareness and awareness is paying attention, when you are aware of it and pay attention to it, you begin to merge with it. Your experience of it will literally cause you to become it. And as you unfold deeper and deeper into this unified field, there's more and more of you to explore and experience. This is from his book, Becoming Supernatural. Thank you for taking some time to listen to this episode too. It's all about connection. And you're already doing this. Stop doubting it. Stop listening to your small me mind. Find a way to center, to meditate, to pray, to get into nature, to get away from the small me mind of yourself and others and connect to the mind. Because synchronicities, coincidences, and the things happen more and more often. And you are extraordinary. We need you to be. Thank you. This is Coach Adam. Hey, hey, you. Yes, you. You. You are extraordinary.